0: To catching up David tonight is episode 98 the Babadook. Duke hello Kristen hi David hi Hallie. greetings and hello listeners The Baba Duke is a 2014 Australian psychological horror film written and directed by Jennifer Kent in her feature directorial debut The Baba Duke stars Essie Davis Noah Wiseman Daniel Henshaw Haley Mcellani sorry. Haley, Barbara West, and Ben Winspear. The Babadook premiered at the Sundance Film Festival and was originally not a commercial success in Australia. However, international audiences were much more receptive to it and eventually the film earned $10 million off of its $2 million budget.
1: Impressive.
0: Also, $2
1: million, not that much
0: as far as films go. Listeners, (laughs) if you want to fund... <laughs> a horror film. We're not looking for much. Yeah, we're only looking for a couple. Thousand. Every time, every time, yeah, every time we uh, we do one of these low budget horror films that are like, oh, that was pretty good, and also pretty cheap to make. Yeah, it makes me think again. What if we made a horror film? And remember,
1: donate now. You can be named or no, one we'll of the go. old <laughs> will be named after
2: you. Yes. Again. Most of that money will go towards goldfish, so and
1: their feeding and, and housing, and, yeah, yeah, and their care, libations,
0: <laughs> other than just water, yeah. We're gonna we're gonna let them live
1: in sunny d. <laughs> 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 it's a party just for them all.
2: Okay. <laughs>
0: We're not going to do that. Well, well we no. can't
2: unless we get the money. So it's true. We haven't we, even We, currently, this we, of the we currently can't afford it. But We need the funding.
0: Please. <laughs> Critics, love the Babadook. With many praising its creature design, premise, and the performances of the cast. It won Best Film, Best Direction, and Best Original Screenplay at the AACTA Awards, which seemed to be something like the Australian Oscars for, like, the Australian films and TV. <laughs> you don't say. Just for the Australians. Just for The Australian
1: Oscars. Just for the Australians. <laughs> for the Australian yeah. like, for the Australians Swedish
0: movies. Like, <laughs> uh, and, as the Wikipedia entry notes, The Babadook has become something of a cult classic due to its popularity as an internet meme. I don't know anything about that, but good for the Baba Duke. Do you know anything about it? I told about...
1: you about one. Um, well, is it I the, know the, the child? It, but like... Yeah. Yeah. I know the child one. So I was watching it and I was like, oh, hey, that's what this is. I've, I know, I've seen this. I've, I've seen this in a picture. <laughs> With humorous text. With humorous text. Yes. I guffawed.
0: <laughs> then, but not now given the content. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in case it's been a while since you've seen it, The Babadook is the story of Amelia and her son Samuel, who was born on the day that Amelia's husband died in a car crash while driving Amelia to the hospital. Samuel has become obsessed with a monster in the house, who he talks about endlessly, and has built weapons to fight the creature off. This, as well as the other difficulties of being a single parent, has put an enormous strain on Amelia, who is very tired and barely sleeps anymore. On top of that, she hasn't recovered from the loss of her husband and, as Samuel's seventh birthday approaches, is in a very emotionally fragile state. So when a mysterious children's book entitled Mr. Babadook appears in the house, describing a monster who haunts a child's bedroom, Samuel freaks out about the monster and Amelia believes they have a stalker. But what if Samuel is right and there is something evil afoot in their home? A cockroach infestation, a princess birthday party, and one poor fluffy pupper. It's the Babadook.
1: I thought we could avoid the dog altogether. No. Uh, David did not let that happen.
0: How did you do with the I the saw dog the scene. dog
1: in the movie, and I went... And I went to doesthedogdie.com. Very first question is, does the dog die? Many answers say yes. And some kind soul was like, to skip the dog dying do not watch from one hour, nine minutes and 20 seconds to one hour, 11 minutes and 20 seconds. And I was like, wow, two minutes, that's brutal. Um, So I was very nervous as I approached it. And then when I was about an hour and nine minutes in, I paused it and I muted the TV and I set up a timer on my phone and it went for two minutes and I hit play and I just didn't look at the screen. And then when the two minutes was up, I paused it and I peeked to see if it was safe. (laughs) And it was, and then I unmuted it, closed the timer on my phone, hit play. That's how I handled it. The whole Uh, process. The whole process. Just a whole process. uh,
0: Didn't see a single thing.
1: Didn't have to see it. Shouldn't have been in there. I was telling Hallie that if I ever do books or movies or anything, um, my blanket disclosure that I'm always gonna have is like, anytime you see an animal, they will be fine because it stresses me out so much. Seeing the movie Venom, there are like three different times where you're like, oh my God, something's gonna happen to the animal, and nothing does, and they're fine. Once upon a time in Hollywood, the dog is fine, but no one tells me this going into it, and I get stressed. Um, So I would tell people, don't worry, the animals will be okay. Yeah. Couldn't say that about this movie though. Couldn't say that about this movie. Oh.
2: No. I forgot the dog was in it,
1: or I would have warned you. Would you have?
2: Yes. Mm. Hmm.
1: Just another reason the movie was bad. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert, I didn't like it. So, David, did you love it then?
0: <laughs> uh, well, let's talk about the personality. Quiz, <sighs> and then we'll talk about how I felt about the movie
1: i you go first. I think I always go first. I'm trying to this me. one. isn't Ugh.
0: specifically about the Babadook. It's about what spooky creature are you?
1: Creepy entity, David. Creepy entity, do are you? Do you know? think anyone calls it the, was the best Babs? We could <laughs> Babs. Babs. Babadooey. Babs, you coming around to the pub this week?
0: Probably, actually, yeah. I think so. Okay. That's probably what they refer to it as in Babs. the end of it. Maybe. Maybe.
2: Maybe? Maybe. I read which creepy entity. Which I am. one are you? I'm a ghost! A ghost! You have this haunting sort of personality. A lot of people see you as evil, in air quotes, but really you're <laughs> just misunderstood. You've never gotten over anything that's ever happened to you. That's true. I hold grudges. You all of them are evil.
1: Not with air quotes. Not with air quotes. Just. It's in quotations in the thing. I don't think so. It is. Didn't see it, didn't happen. I can show you. Mm, No, you can't. (laughs) Is (laughs) Is your creepacity something that can't see? No.
0: What did you get, Kristen?
1: Zombie! Zombie? Which I don't feel like matches my answers, but who am I to judge? It says, you're the kind of person who knows exactly what they want. As a matter of fact, you just won't stop until you reach your goals. You're not afraid to fight back. Uh, people tell me I'm a picky person, so <laughs> knowing exactly what I want, I guess, feels on brand for such things. Yeah. I guess that one checks out. Yeah. Yeah. You hold grudges. I bother everyone. By being <laughs> <laughs> What do you do, David? Who are you?
0: I'm a demon.
1: Like a demon!
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're a bit of a menace, aren't you? You're not afraid to stir the pot or fight back. You'll do whatever it takes to get people on your side. We do
1: call you pot-stirring David. Yeah, <laughs> whenever think of you,
2: I think, a bit of a menace, that one.
0: Yeah, just always fighting back and... Always. Menacing. It's like you do, <laughs> the audio.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Hmm? Peeking the audio, I thought I said kicking. Well, that too. Like just making it get really loud. Yeah, yeah, you do that a lot.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> but I need you to answer: Zombies are they human?
0: Listeners, zombies <laughs> are they human? <laughs> or are
1: they? <laughs> <laughs> but David, you have to answer: Are zombies human? And I'm not saying you have to be like, "Well, if it's a zombie cat, no, just <laughs> one." That further proves my point, because you call it a cat, and not like, formerly a cat. Um, And then two, I'm talking about human zombies. Are they human?
0: Are they human? That's interesting. Is... I don't know, if... If somebody is just like, normally dead, are they still a human? Or are they dead? Are they a different category?
1: This is not a debatable question. They're still (laughs) a human.
0: Okay, well then, yeah, zombies are human. Okay. That makes sense to me.
2: I sensed your hesitation, and that's enough for me.
0: Okay.
1: Why wouldn't they be human? Because
2: they're not, like,
1: living anymore. Okay, so if you see, like, a dead possum on the side of the road, or you're like, I saw a dead-used-to-be possum on the side of the road. <laughs> like,
2: I mean, it's useful for, like quick references, but if you were going to ask me, do I consider this thing still whatever it was, then like, no, it's dead. I'm right. You're not. I'm right. Um, Listeners,
1: fans. back me up. <laughs> Tell me that I'm right. Cause I am. And if you agree with me, you get two goldfish named after you <laughs> in the movie.
0: So Kristen, you didn't like the Babadook.
1: No, it was bad.
0: <laughs> what made you feel that way?
1: Um, it was, okay, I will say that I did like the part where we see the book, and then she gets the book back, and it has been, like, rearranged, and it has new parts in it, and it's creepy. I thought that was fun. That was a good time. Um, I think she was very mean, and the child did not deserve that, and, like, listen, I get it. She has this job where she has to care for people all day, and then she has to come home and care for her son, who is, like... Loud and doing things all the time, as six-year-olds do. And but that's the thing; he's he's just like a six-year-old, and they're all like, "He's acting up again." And I don't know. Watching this child, I'm like, he's he's just being a kid. Like I don't see anything well, he that did seems have
2: to a be crossbow and little weapons didn't? he made himself.
1: No. Oh, I had
2: little tiny weapons as a child. <laughs> <laughs> did you? Yeah. Like
0: actual, not actual
2: weapons, but like yeah, like these ones worked, and he okay. But like any plastic sword will work if you have enough force. I okay. No, though. Yeah, they're not going to work as effectively as whatever little contraptions he built.
1: I was also very impressed with his little contraption. No, they were like this kid. He just needs to go to one of those schools where they don't like follow a regular curriculum. Yeah, like like, let him do whatever. He's just a very creative young little fellow, and I support him. He also just needed. He needed counseling
2: not because of anything that he was doing, but I, I he was he was raised in a sad home.
1: Put him in soccer. <laughs> yeah, that'll <laughs> let him get some of his energy out. Let him talk to someone just about his life. Let his mom get like an hour each day where she has some peace. But she was very mean, and I understand. But I'm like, hmm, this is depressing, and um, their house was creepy because it reminded me of Coraline in a bad way and not in a bad way but like I respected that it seemed like a set of a creepy house like Coraline it didn't have much in it and then everything color wise seemed to be like specifically picked like it didn't seem like a home home it seemed like a staged home Mm -hmm. staged for sadness and it was and then they had the whole thing with the dog which i am not a fan of and and then she's again so mean to this child sweet little kids like i just want to protect you mom and i know you don't love me but i love you heartbreaking and then at the end it's just like oh things are fine now and i'm like i'm glad they're better but i also feel like maybe samuel and you should have been separated, <laughs> and it was just a depressing time, and I didn't like it, and we didn't even get to really see the Babadook. He didn't go, he didn't he didn't go full Babs. Okay. Not my movie. I was sitting there. No offense, David. And I was like, this seems like a movie David would pick, not Hallie.
0: <laughs> did you think it was slow?
1: I did think it was slow. At first, you yes. think it was slow? What?
0: I thought you might think it was slow. Yeah. At the beginning. Yeah. I kept looking at the, the timer on my DVD player. Because like, you
1: also thought it was slow? No.
0: But I was mm-hmm. like, hmm, it's been like half an hour. and No Babadook get.
1: Yeah, no Babs. It's yeah, great. you not show up till like 45 minutes in. Yeah. I think the best thing was when she was doing the dishes and she looked up and she saw her neighbor and it was fine. Then she looked mm-hmm. down. She looked up and she saw her neighbor. And then the creepy Babs yes, was there. Yes, that was great. Wish there and was more of that. they didn't do that again. And, and that's just such an easy scare. It's you, such like, an easy scare.
2: Like, if they'd overused it, it would have been annoying. But, I mean, they that was a really good scene, and they underused that trick.
1: I think it's annoying because I said... To, I think I said it in the last episode. I don't know where I'm like, one of the best things about scary things is when you don't fully see it. And so they, um, they showed their hand too soon. Like, before, mm-hmm. when she goes to report that she has a stalker behind the police officer, you can, like, see the shadow of the Babadook. You see, like, a dark, creepy thing on the wall. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's fun. He's mm-hmm. there, too. We're having a blast, not her, but like, yeah, good creepy times. And then they make the mistake of showing him and then not showing him again. So I'm like, hmm. They do
2: show his face when he's like on the ceiling fan or whatever. I don't, I like everything leading up to that. I don't like when he's on the ceiling fan and then comes at because it's too direct. But I love I the weird big the puppet. Fan. That's what he was doing. He was, like, hanging out up there, and then he was going to jump. Because she, she went under the covers, and then she yeah. went back out. Yeah. That
1: happened, right? we saw right? his face? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I probably was, like... <sighs> and just, like, checked my phone or something, <laughs> or, so, like, checked
2: the time. <laughs> so... We're, like, we saw the very thing you complained about, and you're, yeah. like, oh, really? Might be. Yeah.
1: Still, they could
2: have done it again! They, they, I really like the big puppet they use later. That's just, that's just big and black and shadowy that emerges from the kitchen and it's like scarecrow almost. I love that thing. I think that's scarier than the like weird CGI thing that they did on the ceiling. Maybe it wasn't a fan, maybe it was just the ceiling, but he was up there! And he was gonna jump in. down. He was making his little. I know he did the like. I I saw the like CGI thing, but yeah. I didn't see a face. No, there,
1: there's oh. a face that jumps. Are you down. trying to find the face?
0: I am. Because I was somewhere. waiting
1: to see the face. Because mm-hmm. the cover of the book is like real creepy, and he's mm-hmm. got this big smile. And I, mm, the smiling man. He's is very too. Creepy. M- he's not humany enough to be scary. Is the thing. When
2: they do his face, like.
1: Oh yeah, no, I totally missed that. Babadook. Okay, that would have been creepy. There's the Baba Duke. Checked my phone at the wrong time. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Babadook. Okay. Yeah. I retract it.
2: Are you ashamed?
1: No. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I really like the Baba Because I stand by all my other I, I still think that uh, they should have relied on the soft scares more. The like, oh, he's in the window. That hat and coat look like it could be the Baba Duke. Um, the knocking, like he knocks three times. They only did that once, but like knocking without anybody behind the door is like really scary. They should have done that more. Um, the door opening, it's just, it was so much forceful than ghost movies usually are because it was just like, like a person coming in instead of a ghost tiptoeing around. So that was, that was good. I really liked the vibes of the movie and I love the Baba Duke. Himself, And yeah. I like that it's a metaphor for grief. And Depression. it's depressing. Um, but I really like the overall theme of grief being something that you deal with and that you can't, let you have to let in so that you can let it out. Um, and that maybe doesn't ever go away, but becomes, like, manageable. And I love um, their neighbor because I love the scene where She's like, oh, Sam asked why I was shaking so much, and it's my Parkinson's, and Amelia is gonna like chastise Sam, but then she's like, no, no, he asked about it, and so we talked about it. And I was like, yeah, there's the message of the movie. Cause I also love the line, like, she won't let me have a dad. Cause that's correct. That's really correct. And I think that um, this is gonna sound really artsy and lame, but there's a lot about the human experience in the Duke. And negative feelings you maybe don't want to feel. Yeah. So I like how it handles those things. And I find the dichotomy between Amelia loving her son and hating her son really scary from that human feelings perspective. So I think it's really effective psychologically.
1: It's depressing psychologically. That too. I found Af- no joy.
0: Afterwards, as I was thinking about it, I also had a dumb thought that was like, you know, we all have our own Babadook, don't we? Maybe <laughs> <Yeah, we're> like... <laughs> the real Babadook was the friend you along the way. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah, it's like, I don't know. Yeah. Like... You, you let the monster in and you face it. And then right. you sort of like give it some worms to calm it down. Like, it's not. It's not like it ever goes away at the end. It's still there, but she makes some sort of peace with it. And And it'll still try to, like, attack her. But she'll be like, she's figured out how to calm it down.
2: Yeah. And in that way, I think that actually it has a happier ending than most horror movies. Because it's like, no, the monster's still there. We didn't beat it necessarily. But, like, we coped and we got past it. And, you know, a lot of movies at least one person dies or, like, their lives are torn asunder. And in this case, um, they weren't. They just... The dog! Okay, the dog. <laughs> the, the
1: dog is a bummer.
0: There should have been a little bit more closure on the dog.
1: There should have been some more closure on the dog. No, they're just, like, we buried it in the yard. It's fine. Yeah. No. 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 But, like, in that
2: case, I, th- I do think there's actually, like a hopeful message at the end that you don't normally get from horror movies which I think is a really neat a really neat thing yeah
0: I I would have been disappointed if she had like defeated the monster and the monster was gone forever and like we're gonna live our lives in peace now it's like that's Mm -hmm. not really what happens no but she she's come to an understanding with it Mm mhm and that's the best that anyone can hope for Mm
2: mhm
0: I liked the Baba Duke.
2: No surprise. I'm glad you liked the Baba Duke because I was thinking David's going to like it, Chris is going to hate it. Yeah.
0: I mean, all I knew about going into it was, was that it is very, very scary and the people that I know who are much better with horror movies than I am have walked out of it because of how terrifying it was. Really? Which did what not bode did very well. walk
1: out at?
0: I don't remember, but... They said it was too scary for them, and I was like, I am kind of a chicken, (laughs) so that does not bode well for me. But I didn't find it all that scary Yeah, that's so funny, because
2: I don't find it that... Like, I think it's a horror film, and I think there are scary parts, but, like, ultimately I think it's, like, 60% as scary as it could be.
0: Yeah. Like, I had... I don't know. I still had kind of a sleepless night last night (laughs) (laughs) in my empty house. But that's, like, a typical horror movie hangover that I go through. Like, I watch a horror movie, I'm like, oh, that was scary it's the wind yeah Uh, my house makes creaky noises (laughs) the lights were flickering actually last night it's like oh no (laughs) stop doing that Um, but overall I enjoyed it I thought the actors were really good Um, like I mentioned I thought that the way it handled the monster as a metaphor for like working through trauma liked it I really liked the pop-up book as well really love a good creepy book
1: yeah love a good creepy book
0: yeah Uh, I liked all the Pop-ups, the practical effects were really good. Um, yeah, I'd give it probably like a it's like a seven and a half or so. I enjoyed it. It's up there. Good a good time. It doesn't un, unlike Kristen, it doesn't bother me when like I don't know, people are mean in movies. <laughs> like if that's how the character is portrayed, like does it like and she she was mean to her, her son. And I'm not so like... So mean! And I'm not like, hooray! <laughs> she was <laughs> mean! Child, child abuse, sort of. Um, that's not what I'm talking about. But I mean, like... If somebody isn't necessarily like a good person in a movie... That's not something I hold against the movie, necessarily.
1: No, because you can have bad people and that's fine. But when the two primary characters are this sweet... Like, just energetic boy... <laughs> And the mother who seems to regret ever having had him, and at no point until the end do we see any point where she seems to love him. I'm like, yeah, this does kind of seem like a bit of a bummer. Like, it's, yeah, that's gonna weigh there in on the There are
2: lots movie. of points where you see that she loves him, though, in the beginning. Like, there are lots of points where you see that she's tired and irritated, and you can sense what her 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 Baba Duke is gonna be. But like, she reads to him. And she talks really gently, and she gets mad at the school for calling him, like, the boy. Mm -hmm. Um, She's defensive of him when people criticize him. I like when she finds the glass in the soup, and then she's going to make him something else to eat. Yeah. He looks like he's got a lot of toys and books and good clothes and stuff. So, like, I, I never, like, that's what I like about it. It's not, like, a clear, I don't love my child. It's, like... I have a really weighty trauma tied to my child that I haven't been able to cope with.
1: Okay, maybe not. Doesn't love. Doesn't like. Like that's because the.
2: <laughs> I don't, Sam I don't is... even
0: know that she doesn't like him. I think. I mean, she's mean to him in like the. Quite a bit. Second. Pretty frequently. Act. But the beginning of the movie, she's like really understanding of mm-hmm. him, and when nobody else is. Like her sister obviously doesn't like him. She uh, Claire and Ruby, the the kid that he pushes out of the mm-hmm. uh, the treehouse. Yeah, that kid she starts. had it coming, <laughs> right? Like she, like... like no, I mean she's really defensive and protective of him in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And then as the weeks go by and she doesn't sleep, she uh, and it like gets closer to his birthday, which is a time that she has a difficult this is like a difficult period for her uh she loses her temper a lot which isn't good but like i don't think i think in the grand scope of things she's like she's a good mother who's going through a lot and that sometimes translates especially
1: i don't think she's a bad mom i think she doesn't like her kid
0: (laughs) i don't i i disagree i think that she does like her kid but the end well at the end and at the beginning and there are times in the middle where like she does something mean to him but then she almost always like apologizes and is like i'm really sorry i i haven't had any sleep i said something i shouldn't have like when she calls him a little shit or tells him to go eat shit or whatever it was yeah that's like, an
1: extreme example you don't say that to a kid I yeah don't you care. don't and like, she realized tired. and
0: she realized afterwards that she shouldn't she, went, it's, she apologized it's,
1: it's the fact that it seemed like you know okay you're tired you snap at your kid that's like one thing this seemed like steps beyond that well well that's because it's a horror movie and we have the influence of the Baba Duke though
2: like that was my impression. Because the Baba Duke at is very much apart. a real thing. I
0: think that she's already been possessed by the Baba yeah. Duke at that point as well. Like
1: Point is the I can have characters who are unlikable and aren't good people, but when it's just this person who seems, in my perspective, which apparently is different from yours, to not like her child and all he's doing is like six-year-old things and talking about the monster in the house and generally being overactive, but like sweet. And she's just mean to him constantly. And those are our two primary characters. It it puts a downer on the movie. I
2: but, I mean, the movie is trying to be a downer. The movie yeah, is not it trying. Works.
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> it's a bummer. <laughs> I was like, this is a sucky way to finish my Halloween. <laughs> so thanks. <laughs> you ruined it Halloween. It has a
2: gliver of hope at the end about dealing with your own inner trauma
1: if somebody possessed me and made me like kill my dog and all these other things i would not keep that as a pet and i know it's a metaphor for grief and you have to live to live yeah, with i that don't me. care i'm not have letting it. that like that thing but like, no no but it's like, not it, living it's, in my basement it's not living with me how, how you can it kick out um i have a door It if will obviously it. respect this time. <laughs> it this will obviously door, be like, hey, all the other times.
2: She asked really nicely. So It'll I'll be like leave. it,
1: where it's like, oh, you're not afraid of me anymore. I have no power over you. Um, kind of like that. Okay. But if not in this mother trucker, not again. Okay. Depressing movie. <sighs> Did not like it. Okay. Also, the whole, like, oh, she finds glass and doesn't let him eat it. That's a sign she loves him. That's no, a low that's, just, bar. that's No, that's just one of the many moments
2: in the movie she displays caretaking, motherly. Um,
1: and, like, I want to be clear that I have a lot of sympathy for bar. her because she's not sleeping. And she has yeah. this kid who, like, demands constant attention. Yeah. And she has this, you know, she's doing that right after work, which she also has to care for people. So, like, I get it. But I also think, um, it's a real bummer of a time, and she was too mean to her kid. I say as a person who has no kids, so like, I also have never- And professors dislike children? I don't dislike them. I recognize that me and children are not compatible. (laughs) And so like, yeah, if I had to deal with a kid who was like constantly in my face all the time, I would also lose my mind. Mm -hmm. But that's why I'm not having kids. So it's easier for me to sit here and say than just don't because she also, I also understand, has a hard time of like, this is different than her life or than she thought her life would Mm -hmm. be given that you know she probably went into this like oh my husband and i are going to have so much fun with our young child Mm -hmm. and is then suddenly a single mother and dealing with everything i have sympathy i'm still bothered by it no that's fine some people just
2: don't it just didn't jive with you no i think that all your reasons were wrong but i respect that it just didn't jive with you
1: I don't like this. (laughs) You're being ganged up on. No, I don't like it because when you didn't like it, I was like, here's our reason you want this thing. And you're just like, I respect it. And you don't do nice things. (laughs) This is something I expect David to say. This is a movie I expected David to pick. You're turning into David. (laughs) But But we're more of a demon by the day. Soon,
2: quite a menace, that I, one. too, will be quite a menace. Yeah, yeah. No, I respect that it just didn't sit with you. Like, there are some movies I think that are good, but that are just like, ugh, it gave me nothing except bad. The Baba Duke happens to not be one of them. I think the Baba Duke is very good. But, and, and... Like, it didn't sit with you. The Baba Duke has not found a place in your heart. No. Never will. <laughs>
1: And I just wanted to like, like it. forever. I
2: wanted because to he's like it. It's a great design.
1: design. Because I had heard of the Baba Duke and knew nothing about it. Um, I was just like, yeah, love a fun little monster movie time. I'm ready for this. Have you seen the meme of a. Uh, it's like a throwback to
2: that time that I dressed as the Baba Duke for my friend's Halloween party, but it had much more of a grown-ups drinking wine vibe, and the guy is just sitting there in the hat and the makeup. I
1: forgot that he's the Baba Duke Yeah. Because so I've seen that. I have yeah.
2: seen that, too, actually. I love that meme. Yeah.
0: Who who among us has showing
1: up to that? Like I (laughs) respect though that he did not go to the bathroom and try to wipe (laughs) off the right. And that he didn't go home or anything. He sat
2: there and was like someone take a picture of me sitting here.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As the Baba Doo minute points. So David
0: you liked this. I did. I thought it was pretty good.
1: Interesting. I was gonna have a question and I don't remember what it was (laughs) though. Great. So I just got you light
0: to this. <laughs> yeah. No, I um, I was into it. I, I thought the sort of psychological horror, creepy vibes were pretty good. Like I, I'm a big fan. I like this in music too, where there's like, a four minute intro that's all instrumental, and then finally we get the vocals.
1: No, that's the <laughs> worst. I'm like, skip to the point.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's my favorite. I love songs, and then the whole song is like ten minutes long. It's great.
1: I don't mind the ten minute long song, but like have have words have words for a good percentage of that, like at least eighty percent, at least seventy five percent. I'll I'll say that.
0: Okay. Well. It's a thing that it's a thing that i enjoy so
1: congratulations
0: <laughs> so having having the ba- like having no Duke show up for a while i was like oh we've got so many like creepy australian vibes going on <laughs> yeah yeah um, lots of that happening i appreciate the things that we got with the rest of the family who are also not great people claire and her daughter we could talk about them
1: yeah they suck
2: (laughs) i mean like claire
0: well nobody else seems to understand what amelia is going through is the thing Mm -hmm. like they they feel like there should be some sort of limit um, the grief and that she has overstayed her welcome in (laughs) Griefland,
2: <laughs> <That, laughs> which
0: is, like, not how it works.
2: It's not how it works.
0: But I...
2: But I also get the impression that, like, they've been dealing with, like, Amelia ignoring her problems for seven years uh-huh. as well, and, like, the other complications her grief is causing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a line about how she can't pay her bills and, like, which might not be, like, directly connected to the grief, but it seems like there's a lot going on for Amelia, that she isn't coping well with because she still isn't coping with the grief and that's taking up all of her all of her brain space mm-hmm. and like so I get the impression that is loved ones who have tried to help and just been like beaten down and shoved away not like literally but like you know their pleas haven't been heard like when the the principal and the teacher want to um Put Samuel in the other class. Like, I still don't quite know if that's right or wrong, but it seems like Samuel needed something like that because he was bringing weapons to school and he's just a a good hyperactive kid. But, like, so much of his upbringing by Amelia because he was brought up in sadness and isolation, never getting to know his dad, talking about that kind of thing. Like, it seems Mm -hmm. like he would have benefited from counseling or special teaching of that nature, and that probably people had brought that up at some point, and she was pushing it off. Mm -hmm. My guess is that it was also brought up for Amelia, and she's been pushing it off. And like, the scene at the birthday party is like, the woman's out of line, who's like, oh, we help disadvantaged women. Like, that's, that's not okay. But it was probably like the 11th offer of help that Amelia had turned down from Claire and or loved ones. So it's just like this really sticky situation where there's not quite a right answer. Like, like I don't think Amelia needs to get her act together the sense that you get over grief or anything like that but she's clearly like not doing right by her or by Sam mm-hmm. or by her loved ones. Right. So, it's just this really awkward weird situation and it's compounded by the fact that we only really see Claire and Ruby at their worst. Mm -hmm. Because they've been dealing with this for such a long time. But I mean, I get those background vibes from even just the scenes that I see in the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, it's one of those things that, I don't know, the characters all tend to feel pretty complex in the movie. Which I think is something that they handle pretty well. Like, I can't... It's hard for me to be like, well... Claire's just really mean. Like, no, she's also kind of at the end of her rope, yeah, with a very difficult situation. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure that she wants the best for both Amelia and Samuel, yeah. but also doesn't know what more she can give, mm-hmm. and is kind of reached a point where she's uh, backing away because it feels like I don't know. Like, there's there's something there's something that Amelia needs, and Claire cannot provide it, mm-hmm. and. She's reached a point where she's like, well, I don't know if I can hang out in this situation anymore. Um, Which is something that is both hard to watch and depressing, Kristen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, like, I, I don't know. I can understand where she's coming from, and it's hard to, like, paint her as either a good or a bad person. Yeah. As is with all of the characters. Except... I mean, Ruby is really mean to Samuel, but she's she also did. very young. So she's
2: also a child. You can't right. just so be like, like,
0: you can't just be like, what a terrible child, right? You know, she's she's also dealing with a lot, like her whole life <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> with this kid. Yeah. So. The only the only one I will say it is easy to paint with a brush is Mrs. Roach, the neighbor, who is perfect in every lovely. way, just the best.
1: I love the moment she showed up at the door late at night I was like oh no
2: you're dying having seen this movie I was also nervous I was like "Oh, Mrs. Roach you don't I, I right I just I just I don't know old people make me really t- emotional sometimes like she's just so kind and she's like I'd do anything for you and Sam and it's like yeah and she treats Sam like the way he deserves, the to-, way he deserves to be treated <laughs> and nobody else does that this life doesn't shield him just like Shares with him th- th- things that maybe aren't pleasant, like here's how Parkinson's affects my life, and like she's just so nice, and that's another support system that like Claire could not Claire that Amelia could be using, but clearly like isn't, and like yeah, I just she's she's so wonderful. Thank God for Mrs. Roach.
0: Yeah, I was I was also nervous when the Babadook was in her house. Yeah, she the Babadook does like apparently does get to jump around places doesn't mm-hmm. isn't just confined to the house. Because the police station might be a cop. He was
1: doing <laughs> he it for cop? the drama. Mm-hmm. He was showing up in her house just. The Duke's just like, a drama
0: queen. Like I respect I know she's that. doing
1: dishes right now. Wouldn't it be really funny if I scared her? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what that's what good old Babs did. Yeah.
0: So, um, how did you feel about? Claire, Andrew, Ruby, Kristen?
1: Um. All of the things you say make sense. And I'm like, yeah, probably the background of the thing. But once again, I'm like, more people being so mean to this child. <laughs> and again, the mother who I'm like, she's mean to her kid. I'm also like, I understand where she's coming from. She's going through a lot right now. And they're being mean to her too. So she has a lot going on. Sam, no one's nice to him. And I was like, can these people just cut her some slack? And they probably do, often. But in the movie, um, I didn't see that. And I was just like, hmm, more bad vibes for the depressing movie. Everyone here is just frustrated with one another. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I want to wind down with at the end of the day. I'm glad you hated the movie so much. Yeah, I didn't like it. Yeah, you did not. The book was good. Book was good. Um, I oh. also was confused because I know in the book they're like, "This is how he says his name with like the do no. do I'm very confused though. Why is it just called the Babadook? and not like the Babadook. Duk, duk. Like he never just says like, "What's up? It's me, the Babadook." Um, do, it's it's never you... it's just a, it's never like Babadook. Whenever he does it, yeah, it has the do. Because he's like a Pokemon. And so yeah, so
2: he has to say his name in a whimsical dog, way. But like sometimes it's Pika Pika, you know, like you repeat it.
1: But he only ever does like Babadook,
2: dook, dook. But he only says his name once, right? Over the phone. Otherwise, it's just like dinosaur noises. Like,
1: Yeah, I didn't like those either. Right? <laughs> <But>. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Lenny says it over the phone. Um, the kid was mean, but also, she probably has grown up hearing her sister or her mom be stressed out about her sister, and did the th- thing kids do where they just like take things and repeat it. Also, this kid, you know, fair enough. He went to their house and was like, here's all about this scary monster that's going to try to eat you in your sleep. And Amelia's sister was like, yeah, got her all freaked out. Mm -hmm. So I can see why she would be frustrated and why the little girl would be frustrated. But I also think she had it coming when she got pushed out of the treehouse. So... Mm I don't, I don't wish negative bad things. Lots feelings from
2: you on this movie. What? Lots of negative, negative feelings so from you. Just about feelings. everything. The book everyone. was good. <laughs> the book was good.
1: Beyond, the, and the neighbor. The book and the neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. I wish the, the book the came two, back once more. The two good spots of this movie.
0: How did you feel about Amelia's co-worker? Um, Who we also did not get any closure with.
1: No. no, I think... I couldn't tell how I felt about him because I'm like, is he, is he trying to be nice and be like, hey, let's have a chat and just like be a friend and this is something that could be positive or is he a person I'm going to find annoying we didn't, we, we didn't find out enough about him to really know. But I did think it was sweet that he showed up at the house. So, like... i also creepy, though, because I'm me. And I'd be like, don't show up where I live. So... I like him a lot. I... If someone just showed up at my house unexpectedly, I could not probably get past the, like, why are you here? <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> like you're I, not... thank you for doing this nice thing. Why are you here? The impression that...
2: I think he means well, like, but... I don't is... know. The way... Like... I'm an adult, but the way adults know where people's <laughs> houses are and will just stop by sometimes in that because it's not, what year does that take place in? Is say no, contemporary? Clearly. They don't really have
0: smartphones. I believe it's contemporary.
1: I want to walk back, though, my statement mm-hmm. about the house because I do find it depressing and creepy but I think I made it sound like it was poorly done. I mean that it was well done and how it seemed like a set stage for yeah. mm-hmm. depression home mm-hmm. um, so i just want to make clear that i thought the set designers did a good job with the house it's just that the house added on to the vibe and the that vibe were was not, bad <laughs> that you were not
2: that you were not into no no i like the co worker because i don't know he clearly has the hots for her but like he isn't actually creepy to me he just seems no, nice he... he offers to do some
1: stuff showing up at the house didn't feel weird to me if the thing is that they showed him again at the end, not to be like, oh, the woman always has to end up with a man, but just like, oh, she's in a better place now and can like deal with she's dealing with this grief and now she has a little more room to be like, oh, let's see how do I feel about my coworker. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Um maybe part of it was that I'm just like, Bro, she's going through a lot right now. It's nice that you're trying to help. I don't think now's your time. He's probably fine. I don't know. Yeah. I felt pretty neutral about him.
2: Okay. I'm glad that Aside
1: from that when happens. he showed up at the house, I was like, don't ever do that to
0: you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: At the, like, someone has to. I know you said they don't have smartphones. Someone has to, at the very least, text me with like a 15 minute warning. I mean, that's
2: what we millennials do, but I got the impression these people were not millennials, is the thing. I feel like it was a lot more normal to just like be living in your house when i was a kid and then like oh look so-and-so stopped by for 10 to 15 minutes horrible way to live but like it happened Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know who did a good job in this movie the makeup artists because um amelia just looked so haggard and sweaty and tired and like they yeah, They did such a great job. They Her hair was, like, job. greasy. Like, it was so good.
0: Yeah. Yeah, very good That job. actress is really good. I wish that... <laughs> one of the things I commented to Hallie about is that, really, Amelia needed to find anything else to watch on television at night. <laughs> like, <laughs> she just kept picking, like, the creepiest, like, old-timey horror movies. It's yeah. like... Okay, Maybe this is part of the problem why you can't see. That's
1: a thing that I thought was like the Babadook's influence. I thought mm-hmm. he was like, she's just channel surfing, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm gonna put on creepy things because I'm the Babadook. I'm, I'm the Babadook, and I do creepy things, and that's what I do. I thought that was, I don't think she was like, hmm, let's watch Saw 8. I think she was like, what's on TV? And the Babadook was like, Saw 8 and cockroaches. <laughs> just those two things just those two things those are your options I haven't seen a song movie it could be great (laughs) maybe Um, but your comment about uh, the the makeup one yes very good especially because you see her at the end and she's like she's such a pretty woman she's so pretty which again it's not trying to be like I don't even know but like it just made her look so tired and she and never like, looks ugly, to be no, clear. She she it's just
2: that she look, she's she been through it. You yeah. Know?
1: And you can see it. And I was thinking this when I watched Scream 6 the other day. <laughs> because I feel like... I got I got mad at the Oscars one year. Because Star Trek Beyond was nominated for, like, Best Costume Hair Makeup and whatnot. And some period piece won. And I got really frustrated. And mm-hmm. I think I've gone on a rant about this you here have. on this mm-hmm. podcast. But yeah. I thing I hadn't and I was like that's science fiction they had to create a whole alien this is Mm -hmm. just a period piece a thing I hadn't considered um is like horror movie things like at some point she's sprayed with blood and like her makeup Mm -hmm. is all smeared and I'm just like yeah you you're going through some rough times right now that's what happens but like they have to recreate this look every single day. They mm-hmm. have to get the makeup smeared just right, and the little spots of blood mm-hmm. just right. And is anyone sitting there and counting them? Probably some crazy person, but not crazy. Attending, paying attention <laughs> to detail. <laughs> but like, you
0: mean professional and yeah. good at their job? <laughs> no,
1: but like, I mean, like a watcher. Oh, like a watcher. A okay. Person. Sure. Like, if you're maybe a super fan and you're trying to like go mm-hmm. through like find continuity errors, if that's your. that's what you do joy Um, then yeah I'm sure maybe you could like find things and again it could be completely off in multiple different scenes and I'm not gonna know because that's not how I find joy in watching Mm -hmm. these movies but I was like wow you know what horror movie makeup artists Mm -hmm. and not just like creating the monsters but just how they make the people look Yeah, well done Mm -hmm. pat's on the back for them I thought they did a good job in the
2: Babadook that felt good for them. Good job.
0: Yeah. Definitely. Uh, let's see. What else should we talk about? Oh, I was going to look up what else Essie Davis has been in because she is, she's Amelia. Mm. Oh, she's in um, Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Oh! An Australian drama television series. I've heard of that about mysteries this is no way <laughs> murder, mysteries. She, murder was also, mysteries she was also in game of thrones oh as who lady crane in okay. season six hey everyone it's david some technical difficulties cropped up at the end of this episode and we lost just a little bit it was winding down anyways among that unfortunately the part where I introduce the next episode. So I will do that now. I'll, I'll read it for you. It's not as funny when uh, Hallie and Kristen aren't here. But for next time, we have the story of a young Irish tailor living in New York in the late 1700s. He served as a spy during the American Revolution and was a fantastic rapper as well. That's right. We're watching the sequel to Hamilton, Disney's Hercules. An animated biopic about Hercules Mulligan, a true American hero. So that's something to look forward to for next time. Disney's Hercules. I actually, aside from a little bit of mythology, I don't know that much about it. It very well could be about Hercules Mulligan, as far as I'm concerned. So that'll be episode 99. This was episode 98, The Babadook. Thank you all so much for listening. And until next time... So long, everybody.